This is the Workday Red Zone on the ticket, 95.3 and 9.70 a.m. K-N-E-A. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hey friends, happy Monday. Woo! <laughs> I'm trying to uh, to speak some energy into existence here if you're maybe dragging a little bit like I am. Heck, you might be like just laid up in your pajamas celebrating your President's Day off. Uh, but uh, hey, whatever you're doing on this Monday, we appreciate you taking time to tune in today. For the, red, for the Workday Red Zone. Of course, we're coming at you on the Ticket Radio Network in addition to the multiple places you can find us on your radio dial. We are also online at 953theticket.com and on the TuneIn app by searching for KNEA. If you would like to shout at us today, very easy to do. That phone line is going to be open a lot at 870-9303-776 on the Ritter Communications Hotline. Also, we're on social media, facebook.com slash 95.3 The Ticket, on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie, or you can use the hashtag WDRZ. Hey, I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio by producer, voice of A-State women's basketball, Cade Carlton. Good afternoon. Season winding down. Not that many more games left on the call. Yeah. But you do have a beach trip in the future next week. <laughs> we do. We have, a, <laughs> we have a Texas trip and a beach trip left, so... Not terrible. No, not not terrible at all. San so. Marcos, Dallas, Pensacola. Yeah, plus maybe a little, maybe a stop in Austin in between on the way to Dallas. Who knows? Not terrible. Yeah, not, not terrible bad. at all. Uh, what do we got going on today? We got a lot to recap. Obviously, that's typically the way Mondays go. Uh, obviously, uh, hoops, baseball, you name it. It'll be on the docket for today. So let's throw some headlines your way. Get to the KavanaughCars.com question and tell you what's coming up here on the program. Uh, over the weekend, Arkansas State men's basketball closed out its last regular season road trip with a win on Saturday. They snapped a three-game skid by topping UT Arlington 58-49. North Shadow Mere did North Shadow Mere things. He turned in a 22-point, 16-rebound performance. And now A-State is sitting at 16-9 and overall, 7-6 and in Sunbelt Conference play. Meanwhile, in Jonesboro, unfortunately, what has been the story of the season, uh, a shorthanded A-State women's squad dropped a 73-69 heartbreaker to Little Rock on senior day. Freshman Malin Wilkerson led the team. She finished with a career-high 15 points. Fans can hear the latest on the teams at tonight's Live with the Red Wolves at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Of course, uh, the evening will include some conversations with coaches Mike Bellotto and Destiny Rogers, as well as special player guests. And uh, that show is going to begin at 6. It can be heard on 107.9 K-Fine. I guess attention members and guests might should have been supposed to say that somewhere in there as well. Also at A-State News, a tough opening weekend for baseball as the Red Wolves were swept at Samford. We will go through all of those games individually later, but uh, they closed out the series with an 11-0 loss on Sunday. Across the state, Arkansas won for its 11th time in the last 12 contest. It was a 58-48 decision over number 16, Tennessee. So Arkansas moves up in the polls today. And uh, again, a lot to recap from the weekend. As far as the KavanaughCars.com question, don't overthink it today. Easy peasy Monday Monday question. What's uh, Who was your biggest winner and your biggest loser 
of the sports weekend. And again, that's our KavanaughCars.com question. Our phone lines will be open for a good majority of the show today at 930-3776. As far as other voices that you're going to hear on the program, uh, we do have some audio to share with you from A-State men's basketball coach Mike Bellotto. Uh, just a, a reminder, I'm going to try and remember to say this every every day this week, but a reminder that this week's games are Wednesday and Friday. I know we've gotten all very accustomed to that Thursday, Saturday, Sunday slate, but uh, due to uh, the television contract, due to, of course, that tournament starting up next week, this week's games are Wednesday night at First National Bank Arena and Friday night at First National Bank Arena. So uh, I think I'm telling myself that as much as I'm telling you guys that so I don't forget. But uh, but because of that, uh, Mike Bellotto did his Zoom press conference a day early, so we're going to hear some comments from that and uh, Destiny Rogers will do her Zoom tomorrow. So all of those things on the docket for today, for this week, as uh, should be a busy and fun week, a ton of things to keep up with. Again, who is the biggest winner and the biggest loser of the sporting weekend? And that's the KavanaughCars.com question. i tell you what, let's just take a break. We've got uh, so much to get into in terms of Arkansas State sports, so we're going to go ahead and take a super early pause here and come back and, and get ready to, to dive into everything, including Arkansas State's win at UT Arlington on Saturday. So that's what we'll come back to. Keep it right here with us for the Workday Red Zone. We are the station that always has our howl on. Northeast Arkansas Sports Station. 95-3. Thought Yard Envy. It's a real thing. A guy at three houses down has an amazing yard. Why can't my lawn look lush and healthy? Well, he uses J&K Lawn and Tree Service. Whether the job is large or small, commercial or residential, J&K Lawn and Tree Service offers incredible lawn care. Call 870-897-1329 today. Overgrown hedges, troublesome trees, or unwanted stumps, J&K can take care of that too with tree removal, trimming, and fertilizing too. J&K also has a 10% discount for seniors and veterans. Call 870-1329. Make your lawn the best on the block with J&K. Trust your heart to better care at NEA Baptist. Better access means communication with your award-winning cardiac team anytime, anywhere with the MyChart app. Better technology means leading the state with new treatments and interventions right here in Jonesboro. Better is an integrated team of experts at your service when seconds matter. Your heart deserves better. Find it at NEA Baptist. While looking for a local shop for our team's uniform design, Unique Ink was the first stop. Whitney and her team hit it out of the park with the design process, picking out jerseys and that all-important team merch for the kids. If you haven't tried Unique Ink yet for any of your custom design needs, you need to today. You will be impressed with their service, skills, and efficiency. When they say, you imagine, we create, they mean it. Come see me. I'm Whitney with Unique Ink. You imagine, we create. Unique Ink at 1320 Red Wolf Boulevard or call 203-9885. Unique Inc. Hey, it's John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekalemotors.com or come see us at Newport off Highway 67, Exit 85, GMC and George Kale Motors. We are professional grade. (laughs) 
Save up to $90 instantly at Plaza Tire Service on eligible Firestone tires. Exclusively at Plaza Tire Service, save $60 instantly when you buy four eligible Firestone tires. Increase your savings to $90 when you use your Plaza Tire Service card. Offer valid February 1st through 28th, 2022. Cannot combine with other offers. Subject to credit approval. See store for complete details. The best service, biggest selection, and the lowest prices. Your best deal on Firestone tires plus up to $90 in instant savings is at Plaza Tire Service. CareLink, Central Arkansas's Area Agency on Aging, strives to alleviate the stresses family caregivers experience when caring for older loved ones by providing services such as home care and Meals on Wheels in Central Arkansas. Learn more about helping a parent or grandparent at carelink.org or by calling 372-5300 or toll free at 800-482-6359. This message brought to you by CareLink, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and this station. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara and Cade with you trying to power through a Monday. Hope you've got an extra energy drinker for coffee or whatever you need to get through your day. Slowly but surely, we should be able to make it through ours. Uh, A-State men's basketball made it through their Saturday just fine at College Park Center in Arlington. Uh, Again, it was a 58-49 winner over UTA. And that score was actually uh, just a little bit misleading because A-State... I mean, late in that one, UTA hadn't even cracked 40 points. So uh, they finished with a little bit of a flourish there, but uh, just uh, one of the better, if not the best, defensive efforts on the whole season for Arkansas State men's basketball. And it was something that was very much needed, and it, it was a big relief to see with this team heading into the home stretch uh, leading up to the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. Uh, you look at the numbers, obviously, uh, if you hold any opponent under 50, that is typically going to get you some W's. Um, well, unless you play in like the Big Ten and that's just your brand of basketball. But in the Sun Belt, where scoring is, is usually a little bit more fast-paced, uh, a score like that is, is going to be able to get you some success, especially when considering, again, um, in this game. This final score is even closer than it looks because with a minute and 14 seconds left, Arkansas State had a 50-37 to lead. David Azor, uh, who is one of their better players, hit a couple of threes uh, with a minute remaining or so in that game. But ultimately, they held him to 3 of 16 shooting. In fact, I think he was, if I'm doing that, he was 1 of 14 to start the game. He's a good player. He's one of the better guards in the entire league. So the job that they did on him has to be absolutely committed. We'll talk briefly about this game, and then we'll go into, you know, bigger picture stuff. Uh, A-State held UT Arlington under 30% shooting. Um, UT Arlington did have a a little bit of success at the three-point line. They were 5 of 16, but that was just because they were launching up so many of them. A-State did a good job in, in not fouling in this game. So, uh, UTA only had eight free throw attempts, and just obviously, as you would expect, everywhere you look, uh, Arkansas State did a better job in just about any possible statistic 
you can find. So, again, just a really solid performance here for the Red Wolves. Omir, 22 and 16. Uh, two assists, two blocks, three steals. He filled up every possible statistical column you could in that game. Desi Seals is the only other player to get to double figures with 10. But also uh, credit Marquise Davis for his six assists and zero turnovers in that game. Several very solid performances from Arkansas State from uh, from top to bottom. Didn't have a good shooting night uh, in terms of from behind the arc. And full full disclosure, I did not watch the first half of this game. Saturday, I had a busy afternoon, so spent Saturday afternoon at the women's game and then had a just a busy weekend in general. So I finally got to watch the second half earlier today. And 2 of 20, you see a number like that and you just assume the team was taking a lot of contested shots or taking some ugly shots or whatever. No, this was just a bad shooting day for Arkansas State. There are a lot of these threes that were wide open. There was nobody in the vicinity. There was some great ball movement prior to that, and it was from guys that you don't expect to have uh, bad, bad days. I mean, Malcolm Farrington was 0 for 4. That doesn't happen very often. Desi was 1 for 6. Marquis Eaton was 0 for 4. Typically, you see those guys get 1 to fall somewhere along the way. But again, it was just a day where it just did not happen. So again, credit A-State for being able to kind of refocus throughout and saying, all right, um, we're not hitting these, so we just have to make sure we do significantly better on the defensive end. And they absolutely did. Uh, this was a much-needed win uh, for multiple reasons. You know, three in a row uh, losses at, at this point in time of the season, uh, when you're still trying to get a first-round bye, that was really hurtful to Arkansas State's chances there. So you cannot, you could not go over the road trip. That would have been significantly damaging. Um, Arkansas State, credit them again, uh, did not. We'll hear from Mike Bellotto here in a moment as he talks about how his team responded to that loss at, at Texas State, which was one of the uglier games of the entire season. But you credit the players a lot in this in responding and stepping up and saying, all right, we played incredibly p- poorly in that game. We have to do better. And they did Saturday at College Park Center. We'll look at the standings here for a moment. Arkansas State right now currently ranks sixth in the Sunbelt Conference standings. And again, the top four is where you need to be to get that bid into the quarterfinals. And right now, to tell you what the uh, what the Sunbelt standings look like. So, no team with, with two games left for everybody. No team has, has clinched the top record. Although Texas State is still in the lead in the standings. Three teams have been mathematically eliminated from winning the title and from getting a first-round bye. ULM, Georgia, Southern, Little Rock. However, you still have eight teams that could get the remaining three first-round buys. That's just how jumbled up everything has been so far this season. So this is still a huge weekend for Arkansas State. Obviously, the two teams are going to be hosting Coming up, I say this weekend, but of course, again, it's it's Wednesday, Friday. The two teams they are going to be hosting are still two teams that are in the the chase for a uh, first-round bye as well. So there's still just uh, an incredible, incredible whole lot on the line for these games coming up this week. Uh, I tell you what, let's go ahead and, and hear some audio here from Mike Bellotto as he recaps not just what this team accomplished Saturday in Arlington, but just uh, but the whole week. And he'll remind us of what happened in, at Texas State as well. And uh, again on Saturday here in, in this clip where he gives a recap. 
Uh, obviously, a very tough game uh, at Texas State. They played extremely well. And, uh, you know, it was something that uh, turnovers were Achilles heel that game. We had too many turnovers that led to points. And uh, we did not shoot the ball well uh, enough to uh, have a chance to win the game. So we're obviously very disappointed with the way we played. We talked about it as a team after the game, um, had a great conversation. You know, guys took accountability and uh, watched the film, got better, and then we're able to bounce back against uh, UT Arlington at Arlington. You know, anytime you win on the road in this league is 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 a blessing because it's so hard to do. Um, so I thought I was very proud of my team on, on Saturday uh, for a couple of reasons. One, our defensive effort was phenomenal. And two, uh, we continue to play def defense, the intensity, the way that we did all game when shots weren't falling. We had 23s that we took and 17 were what I look, what I consider wide open and we missed, you know, 15 of them. So it was just one of those things, the ball was not falling that day, but you know, the ball movement was really good. The shot selection was good. The right guys were shooting them. They just didn't go in, but we were able to play defense well enough to get us a victory. Uh, North Shadow Mirror played phenomenal. And I thought our bench came in and gave us great minutes as well. So a big win for us heading into the last week of uh, conference play at home. Finally, back in Jonesboro after four, uh, Four straight games on the road is never easy. Um, I still can't understand why that, that happens in, in a conference schedule, but that's not for me to comment on anymore. Um, but I am happy that we're back home and looking forward to playing two really good teams this week. Looking at the way uh, some things shook out on Saturday, one of the things we saw early in that game is Mike Bellotto went to his bench a little bit quicker maybe than than he normally would to bring in guys like Malcolm Farrington and, and Avery Feltz. And he was asked, hey, is this a, was this based on play? Was this based on health status? You know, what all factored into uh, going to his bench a little bit earlier and, and subbing a little bit differently than he than he had previously? A little bit of both. Um, I thought Mario played well against South Al. You know, he didn't get uh, in against Texas State. But I want to give him an opportunity to continue to help us. Um, I need to give Fields and Eaton more rest because they go most of the second half. So I wanted to sub Caleb a little bit more in the first. Um, you know, foul trouble, trying to keep make sure Omir doesn't pick up his second or third in the first half. So you play uh, Antoine, who I thought played, came off the bench and gave us huge minutes. Um, you know, then Marquise Davis goes down in the first half, not knowing if he'll be available for the second. So you got other guys kind of trying to jump in and play minutes for for him. So it's a little bit of both. You know, we're going to need everybody. So I want everybody to have the experience to play when we go into conference play because you never know when your number is going to be called. But also, we got to give guys rest, too. It was the second day in a 72-hour period you played in Texas State. They played a lot of minutes. So we want to make sure we keep them fresh. And I knew Fielder's ankle wasn't 100%. So he needed some time to to get back and recover. Um, maybe get, I think he got retaped one time just to be precautionary. But I think it's a little bit of both. We'll uh, hear more from Mike Bellotto later on this week about the health of his team. That's something that, I mean, it's February. You, <laughs> If you cheer for a basketball team, you are just constantly crossing your fingers at this point in time because there's nobody on your team that is not in some way, shape, or form hobbled. Like somebody's got some kind of ding or dent or bruise or bump that they did not have three months ago so you're just hoping at this point in time they can they can manage the pain for uh, a few more games and and close out strong
uh, elsewhere and, and looking at this team, look, we all know, I think, where North Shadow Mirror ranks in, in some of these statistical categories. We know that he is a double-double machine. We know that uh, it's practically news when he doesn't get a double-double. We know that he, he leads the, the Sun Belt in rebounds. He's one of the, the top five guys nationally. We know his ability to score. I mean, he was he was nine for eleven Saturday night, and, and credit to him because these weren't all gimme shots. I mean, you expect it, if a guy has a night that is just completely one hundred percent put back dunks, then yes, you expect him to be shooting the high percentage that he was. But uh, this wasn't the case. Some of these were, you know, a little bit further out from the basket. Some some nice jumpers and, and things along those lines. But did you know that right now? Norshad O'Meara ranks in the top 10 in steals in the Sunbelt Conference. Um, I think that his defense is a little bit of an underrated part of his game, partly because, yes, he is still trying to, to navigate foul trouble sometimes, but he has made some big gains there. And Bilotto talks about uh, what he's doing on, on that side of the ball. Yeah, he made, you know, steals has been something for him that's been really good off the ball. I think the, the more mature he gets, the more how, how – he understands how to play basketball when he's not involved in the actual play, you know, ball screen or post defense. I think he's done a really good job of uh, being in the right position off the ball and, you know, being loaded and being active and being ready before the ball gets in play. Um, those are little things that you always learn the more you, you know, the more you play and the more mature you get. So I give him a lot of credit there because a lot of the steel that he's gotten have been, you know, rotational or off the ball anticipations. So that shows that he's grown in that area. Um, you know, he made a play last week. I'm, I haven't seen a play like that, I don't think, ever. He hedged the ball screen on the right side of the court, outside the three-point line, and then was able to get, recover, and block a dunk from a seven-footer. I mean, that's that's uh, that's just effort, big-time play, big-time instinct, you know, and just athleticism. But it's showing that he's taken more into account, uh, you know, the de- defensive side of the ball and and doing a really good job of being aware and that's just through learning, continuing to learn and watch film. And I'm really happy with that because he gives you what he gives you. We, we all expect a double-double, right? Everybody, everybody's shocked if he doesn't get it. But, you know, one of the things that people don't talk about is a blockage percentage. I think he's up there top 50 in the country. And then steals, you know, as a, as, a, as a center spot. So I agree with you. I think he's really, really taken into account to be ready more and more aware off the ball. And that's, I think that's what's really helped him. Dating back to... 1992-93, no Sunbelt Conference player has ever averaged 19 points and 13 rebounds per game in a single season of Sunbelt Conference play. No player, again, in 30 years. Omir right now is averaging 19.4 and 13.5 with two games remaining. He just uh, continues to... Do things that you just, it's just, they're, it's so absurd sometimes it's almost laughable. Like if you create a player on a video game, typically they don't have stats this good. But that's what we see from Omir, night in and night out. Hat tip uh, Mark Taylor for that statistical info there. Continuing on along, just a couple more clips to, to share with you all from Mike Bellotto. You know, it was, you look at this season and, and up until just a couple of games ago, Arkansas State had been really great about bouncing back from losses. They hadn't had 
back-to-back losses till we saw them drop three in a row at Troy, at South Alabama, at Texas State. Uh, the game against Troy, was, it was a good game. It was really competitive. The game against South, they were shorthanded. The game against Texas State was bad. It was just bad. So when you have a game that is one of your worst-played games of the season, it's going to be crucial to, to see the team bounce back and respond in a good way. And, and Bilotto talks about uh, the response to that Texas State loss. Yeah, that's a great point. It's huge because, you know, we lose to Troy in a very close game. And we've done a – this team has done a very good job of taking accountability, learning, and then recovering from a loss, you know. And we didn't have that opportunity at South Al because we weren't at full strength. So it was tough to see that bounce back. Then you got to come back home and then fly out again and play a good team in Texas State. Didn't play well. But then, you know, after the game – you know, I never try to duck radio interviews ever. And I couldn't get to radio because we were in the locker room for a good hour after the game. And it wasn't me keeping them there. It was them voicing a lot of what they thought went wrong, you know. And, and I always blame myself for losses. I give them all the credit and wins, and I blame myself for losses. But, you know, Desi stood up and said, Coach, stop saying that. Like, we got, I got to do better. You know what I mean? And then the next guy, all of a sudden, then Marquise Eaton stands up and says, nah, nah, Desi, you don't I have to. And then they all started taking accountability. And then it was all more – coming to, you know, coming to Jesus saying, hey, listen, regardless of what situation we're in, we got to play better, you know? So I was, it was good to see that. It really was. And it was good to see the approach in, in film because the film session on Friday morning was not fun. Um, um, and they, they, they accepted it. They knew it was coming. They agreed with it. And then they were able to put it to bed and get a, get a win on, on Saturday. So it's big because, again, when you lose three in a row, Losing four is obviously not great. Losing three is not good. But coming back home and having a chance to win out at home, you want to come back home feeling good. And you don't want to go on two straight road trips without a victory, you know? So anytime you win on the road, it's good. So that was, it was great the way they responded. Um, and they took accountability on what they did wrong and fixed it. One more clip to share with you here from Mike Bellotto. And then we'll open back up the phone lines. You know, he talks about, uh, he elaborates a little bit more about how that team responded on Thursday. You know, again, as we are all aware, it was, it was just not a good game. There were no positives to take from that game. So you worry about what the team attitude is going to be like uh, following a game like that. But again, he, he points to that locker room on Thursday and, and talks about, uh, you know, having such a, a player-led locker room and, and what that means. Well, it wasn't anything. The heads weren't down. You know, obviously they were upset with the loss. I think they were more upset with the way they played. You know, like at Troy, I thought we played well. They're a good team too. So when we sat in the locker room, it wasn't like we were demoralized because they they beat us. They beat us, but we both played well. We, we executed. We tried to win the game. You know, Texas State was a little different. I thought Texas State was the only game, like uh, Brad said, besides Morehead State where we're at full strength, didn't play well. Um, you know, so the mood was more mad at themselves, you know, knew going in what they probably did wrong. And it was almost like regret being too late to fix it. You know what I mean? And they were, they were, so it wasn't, I mean, I'll keep what we talked about in house, but I will say that the aura or the approach was not a negative one at all. You know, a lot of times when you lose a game like that, you're worried about guys straying, guys being negative in the locker room. That was not the case with these guys at all, which is what makes us feel good about why we won on Saturday. 
because we owned up to the mistakes and we we fixed it, you know. So it, it hasn't been one time in this in this year we've walked into a locker room that everybody's kind of pointing fingers, you know what I mean? So that's something we need to continue to do or not do going into the end of the season. And to, to get a win after the way we played on Sat on Thursday was was big. And you know, Texas Arlington's good now. I mean, they, their record and they were seven and seven coming in. It, David Azor to me is one of the best players in the league. In Mwamba, they play twelve guys. You know, they were playing at home. Um, they got one of the best shot blockers in the country. And for us to respond that way makes me feel good about their approach going into the game. Good win, it was. I haven't even mentioned Kaodarichi Akabundo Aogu today. I just had to say that once. They they shut him down, so there was really no point in mentioning what a his what name. a name to have to mention over the year. They call him Ko. They've got some easy nicknames for these for some of these Sunbelt guys because you've got Kaodarichi Akabundo Aogu. They just go with Ko, and then you've also got you know for ULM you've got uh, Nika Metzglarishvili. They just call him Metz. Easy peasy. See, just rolls right off the tongue. Let's talk with Red Wolf Mark. How are you? Hello there, Mr. M- Mrs. Uh, Kerriki. Hey, Red Wolf Mark. Yeah. Kate, I seen you at the Middleton game uh, Tuesday night, last Tuesday. Yeah, I'm over there. Baseball. I mean, fr- Friday. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I took Red Bubbo. Two corn dogs, I mean, not Brad Bubba, but Craig Miller, two corn dogs up there and a chocolate milkshake from Sonic up there to the, where he was. And it was great. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But, but, I mean, uh, Craig Miller liked it. Yeah, he loved them two corn dogs and that chocolate shake that I got him. And uh, Kay, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get you and carry something. Okay. And I'm gonna bring it to you. Yeah. I'm gonna bring that? it to y'all. Yeah. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Kara catfish dinner. And I'm gonna get I'm gonna get uh Kata steak dinner. Why don't I get steak? <laughs> I don't even like catfish. Oh, oh. oh you don't? Okay. Not really, no. Well, I'll get you a steak dinner, you and Kay both. Would that work? Kind of picky about my steak, to be honest. Yeah, where's where's the steak dinner from? How are they going to cook it? Is it going to be... Ever how you want it cooked. Okay, I'm, i got to be honest. Anything over medium rare is burnt. Oh, yep. no, medium well is the way to go. Yeah, I'll get Kay medium, <laughs> medium rare. What medium. is the phrase that just out of your mouth medium well oh, i get caved medium God. well <laughs> i get caved medium well and how i get how long Kara. have you been you've been on the show what two yeah, years? she won't first we're just yeah. completely talking over red wolf mark right now because my mind is blown you, <laughs> you think you know, know somebody and then they throw out a line like that and it just completely shatters your perception of, of someone you thought was a friend <laughs> and i just i don't know how to react to this news yeah, you, and uh, you know who don't get nothing, don't you? We're about That's, to have uh, a break. I'm just like I'm triggered. I mean, it's not well done. It's just medium well. Nice. There's a difference. Do you use steak sauce? Uh, yeah. What kind of steak sauce do you use? Uh, usually like a one or something. I am in yeah. an emotional spiral. <laughs> this is this is like a glass case of emotion over here. 
I I don't even I don't even know what I don't care what the rest of the show is about. We've <laughs> we've got to fix Kate Carlton's steak preferences. I'd like I don't, there's, yeah, we do. There, forget any conversations about baseball or women's basketball or the All Star game. Like <laughs> scrap that. We've got an hour and a half to work through this <laughs> as a radio family. Or I just don't I don't know how this I don't know how this partnership can continue. <laughs> this is a lot. This is a uh, lot going on. Yeah, I, th- I think Kate needs to change his steak steak eating. You know, see what yeah. you've done, yeah, and- Red Wolf Mark. You were, you were like destroying a friendship. <laughs> just destroying the trajectory of this show today <laughs> yeah, by talking about but, steaks. But, but, but. This is like we have just canceled the show. I'm gonna have to take the next four days off to mentally. But, Kate, but uh, Zach, Zach don't get no steak. Neither does uh, neither does uh, Jeff. They don't get steak. Medium Miss well. Lisa, Lisa, you don't get no steak neither. What was what was their original purpose of of today's phone call? <laughs> I don't remember where we were at. Yeah, uh, I don't either. Yeah, uh, I want to say go to all the high school teams and okay. go to Red Wolves. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna let you and Kate finish hashing out the states. <laughs> yeah, it's probably probably a good call. <laughs> all righty. All right. All right. All right. Thank thanks. You. Thanks, Red Wolf Mark. We obviously have to take a break for multiple reasons. <laughs> One, we have to we need to have a discussion where the microphones are not on. Uh, two, we need to we need to figure out we gotta we gotta post an emergency poll question on Twitter, uh, as in the the proper temperature to cook a steak. We have just got we've got a lot we've got a lot to work through. We've only got three minutes worth of a break to do it, so we gotta hit pause on that right now. We'll ho- we'll hopefully hopefully we'll be back after the break. We got I don't know I don't know. We'll see what happens. Keep it here with us on the Ticket Radio Network. We're not as socially awkward as you think. Search for 95.3 The Ticket on Facebook. And follow us at 95.3 The Ticket on Twitter. You know, if you're ready to lose weight and you're tired of choking down bars and shakes, if you're tired of going from fad diet to fad diet, it's time for you to check out the all-new Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. At Elite Total Health, your weight loss journey is going to be medically assisted and supervised by a medical team that's going to customize a plan that fits your life and your goals. There's multiple weight loss medication options, including Fentermine. So there's no longer a need to drive hours away to get the medication that's going to help you lose the weight. You can do all of that in Jonesboro at the all-new Elite Total Health. And it doesn't matter if you want to lose 5 pounds, 25 pounds, or 75 pounds. The medical team at Elite Total Health is going to customize a plan that's perfect for you. So schedule your weight loss consultation today with Elite Total Health. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6 and 8 until 1 on Saturday. Appointments are available, but walk-ins are welcome as well. Call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Don't wait to lose weight. Get started today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. Good afternoon. I'm Scotty Woodson from the EAB Ag Network. Markets are closed today in observance of the President's Day holiday. Here's how the markets closed last week. March corn at 654 and a quarter, up four and a quarter, with May corn at 652 and three quarters, up three and a half. March soybeans at 1601 and a half, up nine and a half. May soybeans at 1603 and a half, up seven and a half. March wheat at 797, down one. May wheat at 804, down three quarters. March cotton at 122.99, up 106. May cotton at 121.16, up 164. March rice at 1490, down a penny. May rice at 1516, down two. 
Moving on to livestock now. February live cattle 143.25 down 15. April live cattle 145.87 and a half down 90. March feeder cattle 165.42 and a half down 77 and a half with April feeder cattle 170.85 down 30. April lane hogs at 109.40 up 182 and a half with May hogs at 113.35 up 202 and a half. I'm Scotty Woodson from the EAB Ag Network. Have a great day. Let's talk about America. Not taxes or tweets or the issues that divide us, but how incredible our country is. Left, right, up, down, state lines to winding coastlines. Whether you come home to a crowded city street, tree-lined suburb, or sleepy small town, everyone deserves to live in a clean, green, and thriving community. And we all share in the responsibility to create beauty that ripples from one neighborhood to another and one block to the next. We are Keep America Beautiful, the nonprofit working with millions of people just like you to end littering, improve recycling, and beautify our communities. Because every mindful action and sustainable habit has a positive impact, and it all adds up. Learn how you can join Keep America Beautiful at kab.org. Together, we can do beautiful things. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. We welcome you back to a Workday Red Zone that has gone dramatically off the rails. Not the first time the show has gone dramatically off the rails due to a Red Wolf Mark phone call, but however, a little bit of a different, different direction that we're going today. Uh, earlier today, we had we had a, a KavanaughCars.com question at the beginning of the show, uh, asking you, you know, just the generic Monday question: Who is your biggest winner and biggest loser of the sports weekend? Blah blah blah. We'll look at your answers later. Great. Okay. Whatever. We've moved on. We've moved on. We have an emergency. KavanaughCars.com poll question now. Uh, we've added a new poll on Twitter.com at Kara underscore Richie. Forgot to use the hashtag. I'm sorry. I'm triggered. Forgive me. <laughs> but I need, to, I need to know. It is important today to know what your preferred state temperature is. This is, now, this is now the most important question right. that we're going to be discussing for the next hour and 20 minutes. Uh, if I can get my mind back right, here in a moment we're going to talk about some A-State baseball. But if I cannot, we're just going to roll with this for the next hour, and we'll get to that tomorrow. It's going to be – I mean, we got like four more days. I didn't think this was such like a trigger point. So, I mean, a, a quick backstory. I worked I worked at the 501 for almost, almost a decade. So I worked in a steakhouse. I got to try every steak temperature and every different cut and, and everything else. So I – I am very particular with my steak opinions. <laughs> like most anybody else, if you would have said that on probably any other show on on the ticket or even across our EAB platform, it would have just been a quick discussion and we mo- would have moved on. However, because I am extremely biased here, this is now turned into a thing. So what, medium or medium rare? I'm a medium rare person. Okay. And I and I do maintain that for me, anything over medium is burnt. So we're gonna we do obviously need to welcome in other voices to this conversation <laughs> today. It's not just strictly my opinion or your opinion. We'll, we'll make this we're gonna make this a family chat. We're gonna make it a family chat so Cade can see the error of his ways and <laughs> move to a medium stake. Zach is with us on the Ritter Communications Hotline. How are you? 
What's up, Karen? What's up, man? Not much. How are you? Pretty, are you pretty good with the cooking steak yourself? That you uh, pretty good at eating steaks people cook for me. Oh, so you didn't do another cooking when you was at 501? No. Oh, okay. I thought you would have learned a thing or two, maybe, by shadowing the the chefs up there. But uh, I was a bartender. Else? I was phenomenal at that. Oh, wow. Cocktail. Yeah. How yeah. about that? I'll whip you, I can whip you up some kind of fancy pink drink. Would you like a Cosmopolitan, perhaps, or a Soutini? Maybe a margarita? Which one of those with the umbrella, umbrella in it? We did not do umbrellas, but I could get you an orange slice and a, cher- and, uh, and a cherry. Make it festive. But a white, what, how, Can you do a white Russian? Yeah, of course. Cool. Cool. Uh, what happened earlier? Uh, what did Mark do? I heard you guys said the show kind of went off the rails earlier. I, I don't. I don't even remember <laughs> that phone call. Basically, during <laughs> during that phone call, we learned that uh, Kate prefers his steak medium well. And, yeah, what's wrong with that? Well, I'm. I'm I don't. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very strong in my steak opinion, so I'm kind of, oh, I'm here. trying to process this. I know a lot of people think if you, if you overcook, if you, if, if you cook the steak well done, it kills the flavor. Uh, I can do medium, medium rare or medium well. I'm somewhere in between there. You know, I don't, I, just, just a hint of pink. So, you know, I don't want the like blood though. Medium. Sure. Okay. You know, are y'all ribeye, bone in, or bone out? If I'm going to get a ribeye, I'm going to eat a Hawaiian. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really a bit. I mean, ribeyes are fine. I I much prefer like a strip steak or something like that. Got you. Got you. What about filet mignon? Um, uh, I don't even think I've had any like filet, like I've had some, but I hadn't like had a ton of filet mignons. I mean, it's, aside from it's Omar's, who's got the best steak in Jonesboro? I cannot tell you the last uh, there are several several good steaks but again because I, I i have a significant amount of bias here due to the amount of time i i put in at the 501 and i, and I don't i say put in like it's a bad thing i love my time there uh but due to that you know i'm, I'm very particular about who cooks my steak because i'm very particular about the temperature of my steak and i, I have to know okay. how it's cooked so I'm, I got you. I got again, you. I'm coming from a place of extreme <laughs> bias in today's conversation, so I want to make that make that be known. There's, we're lucky that we have a lot of great steakhouses and a lot of great local options. But again, I'm 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 really biased in my in my reasoning today. Understood. Speaking of going off the rails, though, did y'all hear the national anthem last <clears> night? <throat> I didn't watch it, but I heard I heard that the that, you know LeBron them won. He had the game winner. Curry was the MVP, but Macy Gray's uh, rendition—I mean, it, it wasn't as bad as uh, Fergie's a couple years back. But I'm, I mean, it was, oh, and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I didn't catch it last it, night. Yeah, did I did see. I, I didn't uh, like <laughs> watch it, but I did see there was a video circulating around of LeBron like trying not to laugh during the national anthem. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I got on Twitter and I noticed Fergie trending. And anytime if Fergie ever trends when the national anthem is going on, that means it's bad. So I did not seek out that video. Well, Macy Gray is a better actress than she is a singer. I think you know I love her in, tra- in Turning Day. I would I would say that word. You better you better show me that word. But as far as her singing goes, I just you know it sounds like she's like possessed by a demon when she's singing. I, I don't know how to explain it. Don't y'all agree? Yeah, I, I didn't I, like I didn't actually listen to the anthem though. The only thing I saw was LeBron the LeBron video. Yeah, I just wasn't really prepared for demon possession to come up on today's show. Well, just give it give just you know, listen to it for a few seconds and tell me what you think. I mean, 
I know she's a, a Grammy-winning artist, but, you know, and that's been 20 years ago, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it wasn't as bad as, as, as Fergus because she was trying to make it sound all sultry, like a, like she's in a, a nightclub and there's cigar smoke in the air and she's trying to set the tone, but it's wrong wrong place, wrong time for that. Okay. You know what I mean? Anyways. Uh, what, was, what was your question, though? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hell, I, I sounds like I've got this... Uh, off the rails now. That's the I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That horrible, horrible impersonation of Macy Gray, but that's that's how it was. It was a lot. It was definitely a little extra today for a Monday. No doubt. Hey, you need a little pay me up though for a Monday, right? So, I guess so. You know. Yeah. Oh, was, who, who's the big winner of the sports weekend? Yes. 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 That's that's our question. What you got? Uh, I'm going to go with A State men and Arkansas uh, basketball and baseball. Okay. Sounds good. All right, guys. Well, hey, tomorrow maybe Mark can call in and sing the national anthem. Let's not. See you guys. Thanks. Uh, I tell you what, we're gonna get, we're gonna attempt to get back on a sports track when we return. Please note the word "attempt" is doing a lot of heavy lifting in that sentence, but we got some A State baseball to talk about, so let's get into it when we come back. Keep it right here with us on the Ticket Radio Network. Northeast Arkansas sports station is ninety-five-three. The Ticket Show. Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. It's easy to think we have a pretty good grasp on who will be competing for the NBA title this season. We've seen each team play over 50 games. I don't think we know anything right now. The NBA is a lot different from the NFL. Not every game truly matters, and we often see teams take advantage of that to start the year. Load management, but that's going to change in the final stretch of the season. Both conferences, unusually competitive this year. 76ers currently in the middle of the Eastern Conference, but they're getting James Harden but the team remains within easy striking distance of a top seed, the top seed. The Western Conference is a little different. You have a clear top three, but the middle seed's still up for grabs. Usually top teams aren't too worried about seeding, but with how close the first half of the regular season has been, teams may be looking for an advantage. So who knows? Maybe during that stretch run, some of these teams will value that top seed a little bit more this year. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And now, a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that you actually want and something that you can actually use, something like cashback match. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, because when it comes to rewards, you can't go wrong with cash back. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations to apply. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Near historic low rates may be a great reason to refinance, but when matched with an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot, you could be saving money and paying more towards the bottom line. Call a Loan Depot loan officer and ask about our 27-year smart term loan or our 10-year arm loan. Get a great rate matched with a great loan by calling 866-888-LOAN or visit LoanDepot.com. At Loan Depot, Home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in... Cooler weather is here, but that doesn't mean it's time to put up the clubs. NEA Golf Cars has all the accessories for the golfer who knows there is no off-season. Go by NEA Golf Cars and see their selection of windshields, rain covers, and countless other manufacturer original parts. And if it's time to park your cart, bring it to NEA Golf Cars for service to make sure there are no surprises next spring. And as always, you can check out their selection of new golf cars, including including the Onward Series from Club Car. Call 236-GOLF or get by NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. 
You've got a lot riding on how well your car gets repaired. When you choose Stadium Auto Body after an accident, you know you've chosen the best body shop in Northeast Arkansas. Stadium Auto Body is iCar Gold Class certified, meaning our auto body professionals have current, up-to-date training that contributes to complete, safe, and quality repairs. Accidents happen. We're what happens next. Stadium Auto Body in Jonesboro and StadiumAutoBody.com. Stadium Auto Body, take care of you. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Uh, Technically, today's KavanaughCars.com question, who is your biggest winner, biggest loser of the sports weekend? But however, if you were on Twitter, I need you to vote on our much more important emergency poll question. What is your preferred steak temperature? At Carol underscore Richie. It's important. One of the most important questions we've ever asked you. Again, you can find both of those on social media. Uh, there's a lot going on right now with Arkansas State Athletics, and I want to make sure we touch on on several different things. Uh, one, a, a quick shout-out to Arkansas State bowling coach Justin Costick. Over the weekend, where the uh, Red Wolves were having their uh, winter invitational at hijinks, he was able to notch his 1,000th career victory. It's a pretty exclusive club. He's only the sixth coach in NCAA bowling history to get to that mark. So uh, just an incredible career that he has had. Um, He's going to continue to have an incredible career at Arkansas State. As we all know, that is a wildly successful program coming coming behind a a runner-up finish in the NCAA championship. So... Uh, a lot that this team is working for this year. And again, a 1,000 career wins now for Justin Costick. And they finished third among the 18-team field at the Midwinter Invitational over the weekend. So really good stuff there. Not as good of a weekend, I think it's fair to say, for Arkansas State baseball. Uh, look, 0-3 is not good. It's not fun. Um, if you've looked at the scores, you know that it was not good and, and not fun. If you've looked at any of the statistics, you'll know that it was not good and not fun. But we'll go through some scores here. Friday night's game was, you know, wildly competitive. Uh, you know, or Friday afternoon. Arkansas State struck first in that one. And they led 3-0 midway through the third. And then things kind of unraveled a little bit. Walk here, walk there. You ended up giving up some, uh, seeing some homers given up and, and some big hits, and next thing you know, uh, it was up to a 8-3 lead from Sanford after five. AC did battle back, and, you know, they were able to tie it up heading into the bottom of the seventh, but a clutch AB by Sanford, and uh, next thing you know, it was it was a 9-8 setback. That was a game where Arkansas State left seven on base and allowed, or excuse me, had, had three errors uh, in that game. And so it was just a, a tough one, one unearned run in the contest. Saturday, not as fun. 11 to 4 was the final there. A couple of errors by the Red Wolves and uh, just uh, a lot of games, that, a lot of guys that were kind of battling in terms of pitching. And, and it was tough. Sunday, very unforgettable, an 11 0 loss in that one. So, uh, Kind of kind of disappointing to see the hype train take just a little bit of a speed bump. But in retrospect, might have been a little bit too much to ask for Alan Dunn to come in and just 
like sprinkle some magic baseball dust over everyone on the roster and, and get some significantly better results. Now, I, I would expect better moving forward in the season. Um, I, I do think there are better results on the way. I don't think this is going to be last year where this team starts out 0-7, but the, the first week numbers are, are ugly. Um, your team ERA is not supposed to start with double digits. That's not good. Your strikeout numbers are not supposed to be the same as your walk numbers. And you're not supposed to be averaging, you know, two to three errors a game. So there's a lot there that Arkansas State will need to improve upon uh, before tomorrow, if possible. But if if not, then at least before they're able to get back at the Tom this weekend and and open up their home slate with that three-game series against UAPB. Uh, that was a lot of negatives. We'll talk about some positives here. It was a good opening weekend for Jacob Hager. Uh, he batted 600 on the weekend, had a homer, drove in a couple nine total bases, so uh, a good outing there for him. Uh, Will French, really impressive there to see him. You know, he, a true freshman, batting leadoff on the entire season. And, I mean, he's going to be huge this season for the Red Wolves in terms of how he plays, both with the fact that, uh, he's going to have to play solid defense all year, and then, uh, of course, he's going to be there right at at the top of that order. But uh, he had six total bases, a couple doubles, four hits overall on the weekend. Uh, so uh, some good numbers there. I know everybody's got an eye on Ben Klutz. Three hits for him this weekend. And uh, a couple other guys, Casey Tollett, Brandon Hager, and Garrett Olson all went yard over the weekend. But, uh, again, there's just uh, there's some room for improvement. Uh, when you look around with what happened in week one for Arkansas State Baseball. And, uh, yeah, just got to do a little bit better in a few different aspects coming up. Starting tomorrow at Ole Miss and then definitely this weekend against UAPB. So we'll talk more baseball with you tomorrow as we get ready for uh, another game there on Tuesday. But uh, when we come back here in just a couple moments, we have uh, got to check in on Arkansas State women's basketball to stay Tough game Saturday at First National Bank Arena, but we'll we'll recap it. By the way, 50% of our responders right now on Twitter say that medium rare is the preferred steak temperature. So, <laughs> All right. Right now I got I got the responders on my side. <laughs> so we'll continue to keep tabs on, on our poll question. We did have an earlier question today, and we'll share some of your answers as well as uh, we got some good responses on that. But still a lot more to get to in the second hour of the program, so we do hope you keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Looking around, I thought I saw some not necessarily super important national news drop earlier, but just something. But I guess I'm apparently imagining things at this point in time. So just just ignore me. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing anymore. We've got an hour to go. We'll see how, how, that, uh, how that ends up. Might be good. Might be not good. Might just be medium- Hopefully more medium rare than medium well. See, now I'm just thinking about food. We might just talk about food for the entire next hour of the program. That actually seems like the most likely. But, again, we'll try and sprinkle in some basketball talk and other news as well. That wraps up hour number one here with us on the Workday Red Zone. We'll be back for another hour right after this. Keep it with us on the Ticket Radio Network.
This is Will Oswald with your Monday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. Attention members and guests, you can talk A-State Hoops tonight at Lost Pizza Company on Southwest Drive with another edition of Live with the Red Wolves. Six until seven o'clock this evening on 107.9 K-Fine and the EAB Red Wolves Sports Network in Learfield presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. The A-State men wrapped up their road schedule for the season on Saturday with a 58-49 win at Texas Arlington while the ladies closed out the home schedule with a heartbreaking 73-69 loss to UALR at First National Bank Arena. A-State baseball off to an 0-3 start after Sanford swept the Red Wolves in suburban Birmingham over the weekend, closing out the series with an 11-0 shutout win yesterday afternoon. And the indoor track and field teams from A-State looking for a three-peat in the Sunbelt Conference Indoor Championships, which are underway today in the Birmingham Crossplex. Bringing the best deal on tires since 1963 and now with two Jonesboro locations, that's Plaza Tire Service and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Now, hiring. Local Tire and Wheel is hiring. And if you're out of work or just looking to kickstart a brand new career, apply today at Local Tire and Wheel. 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro, across from Burger King. So Local Tire and Wheel is now hiring with immediate openings for multiple positions, including team managers, account managers, and shop technicians. Local Tire and Wheel is offering competitive pay for both full and part-time positions. Local Tire and Wheel is locally owned and operated out of Jonesboro, and they're looking to add to their local team of tire and wheel specialists with opportunities available immediately begin a new career in a company that thrives on providing advancement and growth opportunities both in the jonesboro marketplace and around the mid-south so stop by meet the team and apply today at local tire and wheel 1518 south caraway in jonesboro across from burger king find out more at localtireandwheel.com or on facebook search local tire and wheel jonesboro local tire and wheel is an equal opportunity employer quick lane in jones is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes with tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash or call 870-934-1907. What are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. the job done and then some with farm all utility c series tractors from case ih at any baker implement near you these heavy durable tractors have their weight distributed in six different locations eliminating the need for inefficient wheel weights the emission system does not require dpf or a diesel particulate filter reducing time loss and fuel waste on regeneration plus a comfortable cab makes long days a lot more productive to learn more about case ih farm all utility c series tractors visit your nearest baker implement today. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. 
This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. We've made it an hour through our Monday. New version of Tweet Deck out, by the way. Not sure how I feel about it. Also not important. Uh, Kara Ritchie, Cade Carlton here with you for the second hour of the program. We'll dive into some A-State women's basketball talk here in a moment, but let's do a quick reset. Throw out some of the topics of discussion that we've been diving into today. We have kind of a little bit of just a general overall KavanaughCars.com question today is we're asking you for your biggest winner and biggest loser of the sports weekend. We'll share some of your answers. Kat on Twitter says uh, the biggest winner of the weekend was A-State Rugby. Amazing team of worldwide athletes who, in addition to training and playing hustle hard at their own fundraiser, she gives a wolves up to the Ruggers. Uh, they had their, it's uh, Bubbles and Bingo, I think, is the name of their fundraiser that they do. They had that over the weekend and uh, continues to just be a really, really good program. Has been for years, will undoubtedly continue to be. AJ gives his biggest winner uh, designation to Steph Curry. Of course, he had a monster night at the All-Star Game. But true story. How did I not know that LeBron and Steph Curry were born at the same hospital? Did you know that? Uh, no, honestly, I didn't even know Steph Curry was born in Akron until last night. I was unaware. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that. Uh, I would have that, like, over the door of the hospital. Be like, Steph Curry and LeBron were born here. That would be, there would be a plaque in every room in the hospital that, that said that. Uh, he also gives his biggest loser award to Mississippi State Baseball. I'm guessing they did not have a successful week. Uh, no, they lost two out of three. Okay. So they lose their first series yeah. coming off a, a natty. Uh, Joe gives his biggest winner award to Mike White, the head basketball coach at the University of Florida. True story, haven't checked their scores, so I would assume he's being honest here and not trolling. But uh, Joe gives his uh, biggest loser designation to Michigan basketball, which if you don't know that story, don't worry. It, it'll be coming up <laughs> later on in the show. So, again, uh, com. that is one up. The topics up for discussion today. Our other one, we need your stake opinions. That's the important question today. As uh, I would like to know your stake temperature of choice. Right now, medium rare, the leader in the clubhouse. With 45% of your votes on Twitter. Uh, so you can respond there or weigh in with us on the phones. 930-3776. Do you want to make sure and give some quick love to CavanaughCars.com. Of course, they sponsor that question for us every day. And they also... Provide a one-stop shop for those of you that are looking for a new or new-to-you vehicle. Anything that you need in the car buying process is all right there for you at KavanaughCars.com. You can search through their inventory. You can go ahead and get your trade-in valuation. You can get pre-approved for your financing. Calculate your payment and heck, if you want to. Even if you're sitting around right now in your pajamas, you can buy a car from home. 
just have to coordinate a delivery time. They also have a site operator just in case you have any questions about how to do any of that or how to navigate that website. Again, KavanaughCars.com. Let's go to the Ritter Communications Hotline. Welcome in, Miss Lisa, to the program. How are you? Well, I'm great. Let me do my winners and losers for the weekend first. Okay. I got to take my Razorbacks. Sure. They beat Tennessee, moved up to 18th, and Jalen Williams. My gosh, he looked phenomenal. And then the losers of the weekend, I, I was going to say Michigan, and uh, I'll still say Michigan, but I okay. thought of something while ago that I thought tied it up pretty good. Um, these national anthem singers in today's President's Day, you know, a lot of these countries you go into, if you even tinker and try to mess up their national anthem, they behead you. And so I don't think any of that stuff's friendly or funny or anything else about it. But my steak has to be a strip steak. Now, sometimes I'll eat a Hawaiian ribeye, Mm -hmm. and I always eat it at the catfish show. They have the best Well, the only one I've ever eaten there is an Italian ribeye. Not Italian, Hawaiian. Uh I'm getting my countries mixed up. But it has to be very well done. Very well done. Me and my husband both. If we see blood trickling out of ours, we can't eat it. So I might be the only one that calls for that answer, but mine's got to be. And I've sent back more steaks through the years. So I've learned where I go, where I want to yeah. go when I want to eat a steak. But how do you eat it with blood coming out of it? It's it's not one. It's not actually blood. Well, I know, but it looks like it's blood. it's red. You're correct. It's red, but I mean, it just it just doesn't bother me at all. I just think of it as a little bit of extra flavor. Well, everybody has a favorite, but that's how I have to eat mine. I like strip. Very well done. And uh, Cade, or Cade, I'm thinking of two or three people. Cade, <laughs> who did Mississippi State play this weekend to lose two games? Uh, Long Beach State. The Dirtbags. Well, yeah, the Long Beach State was like 23 or 24 in the country. So Yeah, I, I just started to say, they're usually always start out ranked. In fact, we've played them before because I keep my T-shirts lined up in closets in here from every year from the regionals if you know if we host in super regionals i've got them in line and one of mine's got there or maybe two or three of them's got long beach state on there but i i knew they'd lost two out of three but i didn't know who they had played so i love college baseball as long as it's here i don't care if the others play or not and i don't it doesn't look to me like they're going to well, they still they got a lot to work out, and they have a really small amount of time to do so. Yes. Yeah, it's it. You know what? To me, it's just got, and I think most people, it's just got to be. You know, like who cares if they? And you know, we're all we're all around college baseball teams here, so we can still see baseball. Sure. So, and everybody needs our support. So, well, that's my answers. Thanks, Miss Lisa. Thank you for tagging my call. Appreciate the phone call. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. 
9303776. She leaves the phone lines open. Biggest winner, big, biggest loser of the sporting weekend. Also, your stake opinions. Those are the questions up for debate today on the program. Uh, I was really hoping that we could throw Arkansas State women's basketball into the biggest winner conversation because if they would have been able to, you know, bounce back and get a winner um, over Little Rock after what was a tough game last week when these two teams played at Little Rock, I think it, it certainly would have qualified. And, and early on in that game, it certainly looked like, you know, they, they had an opportunity. A-State had a, a solid first quarter to start, uh, had a phenomenal second quarter, and they led that game by 10 points at the half. And, and you were feeling good, but at the same time, you can't be too confident right now when you watch Arkansas State women's basketball because the concern is always the ending because this team has been shorthanded for multiple weeks and, and Saturday was no exception. Uh, the big concern with Saturday was whether or not Trinity Jackson was going to be able to play. And the good news is, you know, she didn't have – there was nothing significant structurally, correct, in the MRI? Uh, yeah, she's going to be – I think she's uh, expected to be able to play this week in Texas. In Texas so – so that's that's the big overall good news is the fact that there's not anything uh, significant in there that they need to go in and clean up immediately after that dislocated shoulder that was suffered uh, the Saturday before last. However, you know that it can't feel good. Uh, I cannot even imagine what that feels like or trying to play through any any pain that is uh, that has followed that injury. So she was not in uniform uh, Saturday. She. I thought she did a great job as the head motivator off the bench. <laughs> I thought I saw her standing up maybe as, as much or more as Coach Rogers. So she was still heavily invested in, in what the team was doing, but unfortunately not able to contribute at all on the court. So Arkansas State had seven players available for that game Saturday. And again, great first and second quarter, but you got to the end of that game and a story that we've seen several times recently, the team kind of ran out of gas. Uh, the third quarter, you tip your cap to Little Rock. They made a, a, a lot of adjustments and just made things a lot more frustrating for A-State in the third. And that's when that game really swung the Trojans' way. A-State still had a chance late, uh, had a final play where the ball was just taken out of their hands, and it just sucked. But again, just this is just a team that is just... I just want to see this team make it through the season. They, You give them an, an A for effort. But unfortunately, it's just it's hard to get wins when you are consistently down to your last bodies, and that's what A State has done. Um, there are teams, you know, you get to this point in the season, and there are teams that are shorthanded. There are teams that that have a short bench. In fact, Little Rock only played eight players uh, in that game on, on Saturday, so it's not like they had a, a significant minutes and you know talent advantage, but. I don't know how many of these shorthanded teams around the country right now are counting on four freshmen for significant minutes. And that's what we saw uh, Saturday. Now, um, we saw, we're still seeing freshman mistakes, as you would imagine. They're still still growing as collegiate athletes. But when you look at that game and, and what we saw Friday night, Saturday night, excuse me, Saturday afternoon, one of those times over the <laughs> weekend, goodness gracious, all 15 fourth quarter points were scored by freshmen. And on a day where everybody was celebrating, you know, senior Morgan Wallace, you know, I will say, assuming that you can keep this roster intact, which is a big assumption in this day and age, but assuming that, you know, these freshmen of all four had 
good a good year and and have been able to contribute big time towards this roster and into what the future looks like. Uh, of the four players that were in double figures Saturday afternoon, three were were freshmen. Malin Wilkerson led the team, and she had. 15 points in that game. Jade Upshaw, whose entire basketball philosophy is catch it, shoot it, <laughs> had 12 points. And that is not a complaint, by the way. She's She's got like a, a Clay Thompson release. I mean, I'm serious when I'm talking about catch it, shoot it. Yeah. There's no hesitation there for Jade Upshaw. It's, she's a lot of fun to watch. She finished with 12 points and, and five rebounds. Uh, Lauren Pendleton. Not the first time this season, of course, that she's been one of the leading scorers for this team. She finished with 11. She had five rebounds and a couple of assists as well. And then Morgan Wallace did what Morgan Wallace always does. 12 points, eight rebounds, three assists, two steals. So she did a little bit of everything. But unfortunately, in this one with only seven players, a little bit of everything did did not end up being enough. You know, A-State had uh, some... A little bit of some turnover issues. You know, they finished with 17 turnovers. And one of the things in this game is that, you know, early on, A-State was the one forcing the turnovers, but they weren't really capitalizing off of them. And even though they forced 14 Trojan turnovers, they only got seven points off of it, whereas Little Rock got 21 points off off those A-State turnovers. So that was one of the key numbers right there. Little Rock was able to capitalize on Arkansas Arkansas State's mistakes. Um, A-State was not able to say the same. So several different things that, that factored into that 73-69 loss. But just, again, you just you just wonder how many more heartbreakers this team can take. Uh, it's game in and, and game out. And, again, it's just kind of hard to to be able to, to get the Ws right now. Um, A-State right now, throughout all of this, though, uh, they've kind of maintained an eight seed in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. They have been mathematically eliminated from getting a first-round bye. So that is not in the cards for A-State. And uh, they're, they're not going to finish, you know, dead last in the league. ULM has that on lock. Uh, ULM haven't won a game, right, in conference they, play? They have not. Yeah, that's they what I not. thought. Yeah, that, uh, that is a, uh, it's a very bad basketball team. They, they finished with Georgia Southern and Georgia State, both of who are, are quite a ways up from them in the standings. But, you know, you do wonder if 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 maybe, maybe they could get a home win. Maybe Georgia State. They're not, beating, the they're not beating Southern, yeah. but maybe Georgia State. So, who knows? Who knows how that'll go? 4-22, and 22, yikes. That is, man, that's tough. That is a tough, tough season. Jeez Louise. But, uh, yeah, A-State, uh, back to A-State for a minute here. Uh, four and eight in conference play. You do still kind of wonder, you know, what the evaluation status is of of Destiny Rogers. Again, you you can't <laughs> you can't really paint a complete picture of what she is going to be like as a coach when you have a shorthanded roster and you have a shorthanded coach's bench. I, I don't know. I don't know what all they're factoring into that decision. There's so many things I like about her. And uh, and one thing I, I do want to credit A-State with, this is not a team that is playing like a team that's won seven out of their last eight. And what I mean by that is sometimes when things start going bad, you see poor body language, you see poor effort, you see poor decision-making. I don't feel like you see that with this team. 
And that's a credit to, you know, the leadership of the team and the mentality around it. So partly on the coaching staff, partly on some of your, your elder statesmen like, you know, Morgan and, and Jira and Trinity. But that is something that, that you credit there uh, to the people helping lead the team. And again, you just wonder what all is going into the, the evaluation process here with Roger still technically being the, the interim head coach. So uh, we'll have to wait and see how, how that all shakes out. But uh, two more games to go. Again, just a reminder this week, men play Wednesday, Friday. Women still on the Thursday-Saturday schedule. So Arkansas State wraps up the season at Texas State Thursday at UTA Saturday. So again, still Thursday-Saturday for, for the women. And of course, we'll get later into this week. I said later in this week, probably tomorrow, tomorrow, Wednesday. Um, and we'll start looking at all of the different possible seating scenarios for both the women and the men as they get ready to head to Pensacola next week and, and see what position, what possible matchups could look like and other information that we need to start getting ready for the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. But uh, again, we'll look at that in a couple of days. In the meantime, we got to take a quick break. We'll come back. We got to check in on our stake poll when we come back. <laughs> very important, very important question we got posted for you on Twitter. More on that when we return. Keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone. The Ritter Communications Hotline is open now on Northeast Arkansas Sports Station. Call 930 3776. Attention, members and guests. Make plans for Live with the Red Wolves Monday night from 6 to 7 at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Join women's coach Destiny Rogers, men's coach Mike Bellato, and a special player guest. And listen on 107.9 K5. Plus, audience members can win prizes from textbook brokers. It's all at Lost Pizza Monday night at 6 during Live with the Red Wolves, presented by the Arkansas Department of Health and sponsored by Crown Limousine, Vision Care Center, Farmers and Merchants Bank, Stanley Woodard Law Firm, and Blue Cross Blue Shield Agent. Woody Harrelson. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. Oh! It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. You've been told banks with branches don't have the digital capabilities you need. But why not have the best of both worlds? At First National Bank, we have all the online banking tools you could ever need. Plus, if you need something, we have real people in real places near you. Digital with branches and real people. We know you can't be everywhere at once, but we can be anywhere you are. Check it, snap it, track it, pay it, move it, and ask it anywhere. First National Bank, putting you first always. 
Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Linux Industries, 125 years strong in the HVAC industry, is hiring salaried professionals in our Stuttgart commercial manufacturing facility. Linux's customer demand is at an all-time high. And to meet that demand, we have several salaried positions open. We currently have multiple openings for engineers, production supervisors, quality engineers, quality management, and purchasing positions. Linux offers the best overall benefits package in the industry and has been operating in Stuttgart since 1974. If you are ready to grow your career with an industry leader in HVAC and join the premier employer in Southeast Arkansas, then visit linuxinternational.com slash careers. That's linuxinternational.com slash careers. Or text MYCOOLJOBS to 97211. Text MYCOOLJOBS to 97211. Linux Industries is an equal opportunity employer. Your vehicle is a personal and important investment. At Central Collision Center, we're more than collision repair. We do everything from minor paint touch-ups and windshield replacements to framework. We're committed to customer satisfaction and provide the highest quality of service. At Central Collision Center, we provide honest and expert auto care and offer a written lifetime warranty and on-site rental car arrangements. Stop by or give us a call today to schedule your free estimate. Central Collision Center. Professional. Convenient. Reliable. Behind Central Chevrolet on Stadium and online at centralcollisionctr.com. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Karen, KBC 9303776. We'll check on our stake standings here in a moment. Very important questions we've got out there for you today. But something I've been meaning to mention since the beginning of the show. And that just tells you where my head is at today. It's on food, apparently. But uh, Arkansas State track and field uh, getting a competition underway today in the indoor Sunbelt Championships. This is going on in Birmingham. And uh, it's today and tomorrow. Mondays are usually kind of lighter days. You have a lot of the heats. You have some of the uh, multi-events that are getting started. There's not a lot of competitions that are waged on Monday that are, that are point scoring. And if they are, they're, they're getting underway later in the day. But uh, it looks like the men's weight throw has been completed and that we will have our first podium finish of the day for Arkansas State track and field. Amer Palma-Sima looks like he is going to be a silver medalist in the men's weight throw. Also, Jacob Tracy finishing eighth. So looks like A-State will be able to get nine points out of that event. So that's that's a good start. Uh, the women's live jump is also going live jump. Women's long jump is going on live right now. Azure Mayor Wele, who is uh, currently in fourth in this competition, which is a good start for her. So we'll continue to, to keep that up. Uh, the actual link to follow is like, I, if I told you, it's just be confusing. Just go to A-State Track and Field social media and just click on the link they have there. Uh, next to the little stats graph, and you'll be able to keep tabs. Coverage of this is going to air on ESPN Plus today and tomorrow. However, uh, today it will not start until later on in the evening. Uh, 4.30, I want to say, is when you'll be able to start keeping tabs on that on ESPN Plus. So, of course, we're sending all all the good vibes to the Red Wolves uh, for a couple more trophies because, I mean, why not? Been on a tear. Got to keep on keeping on there. CavanaughCars.com question today asking you for... Your biggest winner and loser of the weekend. Also asking you the really important question of how you cook your steak. Don't say on a grill. I mean, temperature-wise, right now, 40% of you 
say you are medium rare fans that is the leader in the clubhouse I needed I needed one more option here on the Twitter poll because you've only got four answers you can use. Yeah, and there's I mean, I need I need it to be five. So to group in medium well and well done together, which are not the same. They're not. They are absolutely not. But, anyways. It's been an interesting day of, of talking about stakes. Uh, not necessarily the point of the show. Uh, again, last night, of course, uh, looking at some of the winners, some of you pointing out Steph Curry, who finished with, what, 50 in the game, I think is is what I saw from him. And, of course, like when he's on, there's nobody that can do what he does. Uh, 16 three-pointers. And half of the time, he would just launch them up and turn around and just be halfway to the other end of the court by the time that one inevitably fell through the net. Because he certainly didn't miss very many. It's just insane. He would cross midcourt and then, well, not that anybody was playing defense last night, but then in theory, you would have had to guard him because he was just going to launch one up. And it was was insane. 16 threes is what he finished with. Of course, even though he is a Ohio guy, Born in Ohio, at least. Born in the same hospital as LeBron. He was not the guy who was going to take the game-winning shot in Cleveland. I think everybody knew that uh, if it got laid and there was the ball in LeBron's hand, it was going to be LeBron's shot, and it absolutely was. So he hit the, la- the last jumper of the game to send Team LeBron to the win, and it was uh, it was like it was fun. It was it was competitive. I watched bits and pieces early, but I did watch a lot of the uh, the final few minutes of it because of that. What is it? it's called? Like the Elam ending, yeah, that they do, and it just makes it just makes things really entertaining going down the stretch and figuring out who is going to win. Uh, Team Durant down the stretch did not have very good shot selection and. Kind of went on a little bit of a, a stretch where they probably could have won and, and didn't. But at the end, you know, it was a, a close finish because it did come down to a point where the last shot made was was going to win the game uh, pretty much. And so uh, entertaining as always. I'm glad the game was. Um, the three, or excuse me, the dunk contest, not. It's, it's just become so irrelevant. It used to be such a big, big, big deal leading up to the All-Star game, and it's it's not. We saw far better dunks in the game from guys like John Morant than we did in the dunk contest, which I would have liked to have seen Ja be able to get some more minutes. Uh, he didn't play in the fourth quarter. Like, he was voted in as a starter. I didn't, I didn't like that. Um, yes, he had some really fun alley-oop opportunities, and some of the most memorable plays of that game were made by Ja, but... I get he was a first time first time guy there, but come on, just just a little bit more jaw. It's what that game needed. But uh, again, just two absurd dunks in that game, including what like a three sixty. One was behind the back, and the other one was a three sixty dunk. So, I'd like to implore the NBA right now, if you got to pay somebody to be in the contest, pay jaw. Figure out how to get him in the dunk contest. I think he already said though that he he wouldn't do it for any amount of money. Everybody has a price. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's pretty adamant about not doing the dunk contest. Yeah, I think I think he is right now. I think he's also said that things things could change, but the way he has phrased it 
it doesn't sound like it's it's going to change. It was the first NBA dunk contest since 2001 in which there was not a single dunk with a perfect score. And Twitter dubbed it the, quote, worst dunk contest ever, end quote. It was. I mean, it was a dunk attempt contest. I mean, I, I didn't even watch it. When everybody's going to say bad things about it, then why would you why would you waste your time trying to take it in? Like I I did not did not keep tabs on it. I was okay watching watching Ja during the game and watching his highlights as well. But two highlight dunks in in the first half, one sixty three, one sixty, the final score there. But like I mean, at the end of the day, you certainly wouldn't want to see anything. Happened to your star player because he goofed up a dunk. I mean, the guy's averaging 27-7-5 and five, uh, this year. So, obviously, you have to have him have a strong second half. Checking around here quickly. Because we say second half, but really it's it's 22 games left this season. So, it's like the final quarter of games here for uh, the Grizzlies and for everybody else around the NBA. Just wanted to see if there had been any kind of update. Lately on Dylan Brooks and and his timeline. It was back January 8th where he suffered that injury against the Clippers. And I think originally then was, was five to eight weeks. Or excuse me, no. Originally then it was like three to five is what they were saying with that ankle injury. And the timeline just keeps getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. I think uh, it's going to end up maybe being about eight weeks now that he is expected to miss overall. So you <laughs> cross your fingers that that's, that's going to happen sooner rather than later because he would be a, a welcome addition to this team down the stretch. 41-19 and 19 is where Memphis is at, and they'll come back and open up play uh, Friday. No, Thursday, excuse me, against the Timberwolves at 7 o'clock. So a lot of fun things to look forward to. Down the stretch. I tell you what, uh, let's go ahead and take another break. There's some national news out there right now. MLB had their meeting today. We'll check in on whatever kind of disappointing news is is coming out there, but we'll at least fill you in on it when we return. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. 2022 is here, and the more some things change, the more one thing stays the same. It's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. At Mr. T's, they offer the coldest beer at the lowest prices. And that's not just some slogan. Go buy Mr. T's, and you're going to save serious money on their selection of more than 200 beers from around the world. The biggest selection and the best prices. No wonder they say it's worth the drive to Mr. T's. Just across the St. Francis River in Cardwell, or Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. Experience meets innovation at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. After more than 135 years of servicing our East Arkansas communities, we are the region's largest independently owned bank. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas continues to invest in new products and services to best serve all our banking customers. This year, we've rolled out mobile pay technology, enabled mobile depositing from wherever you are, and a new Roundup savings feature to help you take charge of your savings. Come and see what's new at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. Local Tire and Wheel is extending their half-price deal. That's right. Right now, you can get half-price payments on select in-stock tire and wheel packages. Yeah. 
Half price payments plus only $20 gets you started on the tires you need and the wheels you want. So don't spend your hard-earned tax money on tires and wheels. Take advantage of Local Tire and Wheels Affordable Payment Program. Your tax refund goes further with Local Tire and Wheel. And Local Tire and Wheel has easy payment plans to fit your budget. Plus no credit check and everyone approved. And all tires come with peace of mind from Local Tire and Wheels Roadside Assistance and Road Hazard Protection Programs. Stop by today and check out the deal of the week. Plus get half price payments on select in-stock tire and wheel packages and get started for only $20 out of pocket. With payments to fit your budget, no credit check and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro, across from Burger King. LocalTireAndWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. It's one of the best times of the year. Baseball is cranking back up, and basketball season is headed down the stretch. And as we march towards all the madness, your friends at the Ticket Radio Network are here to talk about it. Tune in every weekday to the front row with Budro from 7 to 10. RWRC Radio, 10 to noon. The Workday Red Zone with Kara Ritchie from noon to 2. The Setup from 2 to 3, and The Drive with Brand Bobo from 3 to 6. Plus, we're your radio home for the Memphis Grizzlies. It's all right here on the Ticket Radio Network. Arkansas State Parks are your passport to explore everything the natural state has to offer, from our storied past to our scenic beauty. With unexpected escapes like Jacksonport State Park, you can get a unique look at our state's history. Each one of our 52 state parks offers something just a little bit different. So pick up your passport at any state park visitor center. Plan your trip at ArkansasStateParks.com. Brought to you by this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. All right, hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Kate still hanging out with you. 930-3776, by the way, the number to call if you want to get in on today's uh, steak conversation. Or, of course, you can just... Tell us your winners and losers of the MLB, not the MLB, of the uh, of the sports weekend. Trying to figure out what happened over the MLB weekend, or at least today's MLB meeting. Uh, as it looks like um, the two different sides, Major League Baseball's owners and its Players Association, were meeting today. They are going to meet throughout the week, and today sounds... I don't know if, if today would necessarily sound promising because the only thing that's going to be promising is is hearing that there's a new CBA and these parties are able to to kiss and make up and whatever and we get baseball but uh today two different owners Dick Monfort of the Rockies Ron Fowler of the Padres along with about eight players started up negotiations at noon it looked like they met for about an hour and 10 minutes, and there were initially reports that, all right, it was over, but I think there are also now reports that they just took a quick breather. No cars left. They are continuing the conversations. So uh, Jesse Rogers of ESPN saying the MLB contingent just went to another part of the stadium, so it looks like a break. No one is leaving in their cars or anything. They talked for about an hour 10. So... Obviously, there there's no agreement or anything, but you think about one day last week where they had, what, like a 17-minute meeting? Yeah. 
<laughs> well, I mean, I think they said that they're going to meet every single day yeah. this week until they get a deal worked out because no one wants to miss time of the regular season, which is which is promising. Yes, because, again, uh, Major League, the, the Players Association has let the owners know, hey, look, we've got, we've got until Monday, February the 28th to get something hammered out or we're not going to be able to have players ready to go for the start of the season. So the clock is ticking big time in spectacular fashion on the Players Association and the owners to get this worked out because you've got, you've got seven days now to get all the details hammered out. So I guess, uh, I guess today there's been a little bit of movement because, again, this meeting started at noon, and although they have taken a break, nobody has left yet. So that's, I'm, I'm going to take that as just a tiny sliver of optimism. Yeah, I think there's now multiple people reporting that it's just a break and nobody is leaving. So When there has been so little optimism <laughs> surrounding these conversations, I'm going to take whatever I could get. So these two sides going to continue to meet today. And I highly doubt we'll have any big news today, but we're we're going to continue to just follow along and, and see what's going on. I can't wait for if they get it resolved this week to see how quickly free agent signings are going to be announced. Because you know you're not supposed to have oh, free yeah. agent conversations, but everyone's having free agent conversations while this is going on. Have to. You have to find a way. I mean, you've got to do everything you can now to be prepared behind the scenes, even though, again, uh, nothing is official. Certainly, everybody's still trying to, in some ways, operate business as usual. I get emails every other day from the St. Louis Cardinals about tickets this season. They kind of make me mad a little bit, but, I mean, you get it. You have to do everything you can to to pretend or to get ready for what right now, right now is still a 162-game season. Right now, nothing has changed. So you've got to operate as much as you can as business as usual. I'd be interested to go and look. I haven't checked lately. Just at the list of you know high-profile free agents that are still available out there for teams. Um, there's several. You know, typically you have you get through the end of the season in October, very first of, of November. Everybody chills out for about a month, and then you have the winter meetings. And then during the winter meetings, and right after the winter meetings, is when baseball does so much of its wheeling and dealing. And right after the winter meetings, there was a lockout. So we didn't see that. So there's still probably a lot of conversations then that might have been agreed upon, but that were not, you know, you didn't dot the I's and cross the T's. So there's probably several things looming. And then as you mentioned, yeah, these conversations are still happening now. They have to happen now. Surely they're happening now. Yeah. I'm just ready for the Carlos Correa to the Cubs announcement. <laughs> and I take that back. They didn't have uh, the winter meetings this year because that's they did the the winter meetings after the lockout. So technically, there is not a winter meetings, but they still had. <laughs> They still had somebody. There were still people at Disney World. So a winter meetings, but not a winter meetings. But still kind of a winter meetings. But also not a winter meetings. 
That doesn't make any sense to me either. But again, uh, meetings, not of the winter variety, but just uh, MLB and MLBPA meetings going on today. So fingers crossed. Again, they've got seven days now to figure it out. And that's it. And if not, then we'll start seeing announcements right at the beginning of March when we should be thinking happy spring training thoughts that the season is going to be impacted and we'll figure out if we're going to see baseball in mid-April or not until May or God forbid later than that. That news is definitely on the horizon if they cannot yeah, get it together. I, I mean, I'm actually a little bit optimistic now, though. And you have not been. You've been firmly, since December, you have been firmly on the the season will not start on time bandwagon, right? Yes. Yes. I, I honestly got to a point where I just thought they weren't going to play at all this season. Because like, I mean, they had met, yeah. and they had shown no desire to meet. And so now that there is at least a little bit of desire, and we're in the midst of an hour and ten minute meeting that's going to continue longer today, and we're going to meet every single day this week, I at least have a little bit of optimism. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know if the meeting has resumed yet. Nobody's tweeted out that it's resumed, but, I mean, an hour 40 is what's on the clock right now for these these two sides. Although, yeah. again, I think they're in a break. We'll continue to look around and see when that break is over and, and what happens next. I tell you what, though, uh, we'll look around and see if there's any other things to report in, in regarding the uh, today's MLB meeting. But uh, we'll go ahead and take our last break here, come back and wrap things up on a Monday on the Workday Red Zone. Northeast Arkansas's sports station is 95.3 The Ticket. The folks at 1812 Pizza Company want to thank you for supporting locally owned businesses during times like this. At 1812 Pizza, still feeding your family the best pizzas, sandwiches, and salads at all three of their locations. You can get curbside pickup in Manila or at Hilltop, and the Ray Street location has a drive through window. Delivery is available from all 1812 Pizza locations, and it's brought to your door by one of their employees, not a third-party company. From their family to yours, thanks for eating local with 1812 Pizza Company. When it comes to servicing your vehicle, trust the folks at Purcell Tire and Service Center. Purcell provides unbeatable service, and that includes free alignment checks on their state-of-the-art Hawkeye alignment machine. Plus, every Tuesday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for just $37.95. And Purcell continues to be the home of the lowest price around on quality Michelin tires. Call them at 972-TIRE, 972-TIRE, or go see your friends at Purcell Tire and Service Center. Parker and Caraway, Jonesboro. Gazaway Ace and Paragold in Jonesboro reminds you that whatever the project, they're the place that has everything you need. Skip the rake this season. Power up your cleanup with an Ego 650 power blower. Check out the full line of Ego tools and save 10% on the Ego 650 blower. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks, and helping you is the most important thing we do. That's Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro and West Kings Highway in Paragold. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go Gazaway. The Central Family of Dealerships, Central Chevrolet, Central Nissan, Central Buick GMC, Central Toyota, and Central Ford and Truman want your trade in. That's right. New vehicles are arriving daily, and your trade is worth more now than ever before. The Central Family of Dealerships is ready to give you top dollar for your trade in and give you the best deal on one of our new vehicles. Stop by and pick out your next ride today or check us out online, centralcts.com. That's centralcts.com. We need your trade in at the Central Family of Dealerships, the home of meter beat pricing all day. 
day long. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back into the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. You'll be glad you chose Collision Repair to get your car back to normal after an accident. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair at 935-9482. Avery for three hits. Eaton on the baseline. Gives right wing to Feltz for three. Yes, Avery Feltz with the triple. This is Avery Feltz with the A-State men's basketball team, and we need you in First National Bank Arena this Wednesday at 7 p.m. when we take on Coastal Carolina. For the remainder of the season, you can purchase upper-level admission for just 8 bucks. To secure your seat, visit astateredwolves.com slash tickets or call 870-972-2781. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Home stretch here on a Monday. Kara and Kate with you for one more segment, 9303776 is the number to call. Currently monitoring today's MLB meetings, uh, they're meeting. That's it. That's what we got right now. So that's uh, that's good news, though. So uh, something to keep tabs on for the rest of the afternoon. Today for our KavanaughCars.com question, we've, we've been talking steak. I am still interested in your steak opinions, your preferred steak temperature. Very important question. But I've also asked you for your biggest winner, biggest loser of the sporting weekend. Some of you have answered this and kind of second, I'm not sure. There's a bigger loser this weekend than Jawan Howard at Michigan. Uh, if you missed that story, he threw a punch or a slap or whatever you want to call it during the postgame handshakes after his team's game against Wisconsin on Sunday. And like nothing good happened after that game. First off, it was uh, Michigan lost 77-63. It was not close at the end. And... When they had the handshake line, Howard and Wisconsin's head coach, Greg Gard, shook hands. And you could see Howard kind of say something to Gard, and, and he grabbed, Gard grabbed Howard with his hand to stop him from moving to the next person to shake hands with. Howard kind of got mad. Uh, the two had to be separated. A Wisconsin assistant began shouting at Howard, and then Howard threw a punch towards a member of the Badgers coaching team. Kind of a mess. Uh, there was some frustration with how Wisconsin handled that game down the stretch in a blowout win. But uh, numerous reactions today on how Michigan should should handle this. Obviously, look, a lot of people are... are Aggravated with with guard for calling two timeouts with less than a minute to go, including one with 15 seconds left. Um, because there's no there's no point that game is over. But at the same time, like you just don't you don't put your hands on somebody. You don't put your hands on somebody. Yeah. Players got involved in in a couple of real punches were thrown. You especially in a position of leadership, do not put your hands on somebody. It's bad enough when you see something like this happen 
and like the handshake line at the end of the game between players. You cannot have a coach do this, period. There has to be some kind of significant disciplinary actions here for Howard. Probably from both Michigan and since it was a league game, the Big Ten as well. There could be double suspensions. I don't know if they'll overlap or whatever, but but if, if you're Michigan, you got to say something. If you're Big Ten, you got to say something. In fact, in a situation like this, <laughs> you, you wouldn't necessarily be surprised if even termination was in play. It, yeah, I don't think he's going to get fired, but he needs to be suspended, like maybe for the rest of the year. What is what is Michigan's record? They're like fourteen and seventeen, or seventeen and fourteen. Like they're right around five hundred. They're they aren't that good. So they're not they're not good. I think what this will come down to in terms of a you know whether it is suspension or termination is this is going to be one of those situations where if they look at the overall state of the men's basketball program and don't like Howard's direction, they're going to use this as an, a chance to get rid of him without paying a buyout because you have that you have this on a golden platter. Nobody's going to argue with this one. Yes, Howard could probably and, and would probably contest it in court because we see more and more coaches now um, fighting situations where they're fired for cause and don't get their buyout. But yet at the same time, I mean, this is a it is a ugly, ugly, ugly look. So if Michigan does decide to walk away from this situation, then they're not going to face a lot of blowback. Uh, but when you look at, at Howard's record overall right now with Michigan, you know, he's in his third season. And last year was really good. An Elite Eight trip. A year where the team went 23-5 and and 14-3. And and but if they see something this year that... They feel like these 14 and 11, 8 and 7 records are going to be more the exception than the norm. They're they're going to be done with them. So a lot to keep tabs on there in Michigan because this is going to continue to be a story for the next couple of days. Their AD, uh, Ward Manuel, did release a statement pretty much immediately after the game, but I haven't seen any statements since then. Uh, he did say, quote, there is no excuse for any of our staff or student-athletes to get into a physical altercations with others regardless of instigating factors. He continued to say uh, the AD has apologized to his counterparts at Wisconsin and that, quote, we will review the situation more thoroughly and work with the Big Ten Conference as they determine their disciplinary actions and will determine if further disciplinary actions are warranted, end quote. Guard's probably going to have a say in this as well. If he wants to cause a big stink in the conference, then he could and that will be a contributing factor as well so there's a lot that is going to be unfolding here over the next few days but I tell you what let us let us wrap it up on a more positive note today a more wholesome note uh I want I'm, I want I'm kind of curious here how many of you going back to last week saw a story about Andy Tolleson if that name doesn't immediately jump out at you, uh, you might have watched a video this weekend where he went off with Lake Hamilton basketball. He's been their manager since eighth grade. Doesn't doesn't play because Tolson is is special needs. Uh, he has cerebral palsy, so he also has an additional genetic disorder that can make things just a little bit more more difficult for him. So Lake Hamilton last week has their senior day against El Dorado. And they only have four seniors. 
So the head coach was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to put Tolson out there. He's going to suit up as a senior. He's going to go through the senior day ceremonies because he does, in fact, graduate in, in May. So uh, they went ahead and, and put him in there, and he was able to get an early bucket. But what was really cool is at the end of the game, you tip your cap to El Dorado and, and their coaching staff and their players. It was not close late. It was already a 20-point blowout. Lake Hamilton was going to win no matter what. So what kind of both teams did is they gave Tolleson opportunities over and over and over for buckets. So at the end of the game, he responded. He hit like three threes in the final minute, and it was just really awesome to see. And you saw both the Lake Hamilton kids and the El Dorado kids like mobbing him after the game, celebrating the game that he had. Uh, because it was one of those moments that you kind of that make you feel all warm and fuzzy about sports in general. Um, it has been picked up a lot of different places. I think Tolleson was even on the Today Show. So they've got to have a lot of good moments after this. But this is something that got my attention today. As earlier today, Bo Jackson. Yeah, I saw that. Puts out a tweet that says, quote, Andy Tolleson, I'm your biggest fan. I would love to meet you and get your autograph. Please let me know how to make this happen. So uh, that's pretty cool. So it sounds like maybe in addition to um, all of the good things that, that Andy Tolson has had happen over the weekend, that now he's got a meeting with Bo Jackson on the way as well. Cool stuff. That is really cool stuff. That is that is your winner of, of the weekend, of the early part of this week, and probably all of February. Lake Hamilton, El Dorado, Andy Tolleson, and now Bo Jackson. So an awesome story out there in the sports world. Not quite as awesome. We found out earlier today that Cade Carlson orders his steak medium well, and we've been dealing with that news throughout the bulk of the show. <laughs> so because of that, we had to ask all of you, what is your preferred steak temperature? 39% of you on team medium rare, which I am also the, the captain of, so I appreciate everyone's input and thoughts today. 24% medium well or well done. I had to group those in together. I know they are not at all the same thing, but I just ran out of options on our poll question here. So still, uh, still a lot of time process here over the next few days. You know, thought thought I knew a lot about Kate. I thought we were friends. <laughs> Find out he orders a steak medium well. Sometimes he even uses steak sauce. It's just, uh, it's a lot to take in on a Monday. So, I, I will say I don't use steak sauce a ton. Okay, it's just kind of every now and then. Look, there are some great things to to dip some steaks in. You know, it's I'm just. Uh, you know, the next place you go find out if they have like a Worcestershire butter or something like that. That's delicious. Yeah. Red pepper relish. If you want a little bit of a kind of garnish on it, I mean, get it, get something with some blue cheese or something. I don't know. There's, there's just so many wonderful steak options out there that don't, don't deserve to be ordered medium well. <laughs> Looking ahead to tomorrow. Uh, usually on Tuesdays, we're joined by voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. I anticipate that being the case. Uh, we'll have uh, hopefully a, a Zoom interview with Destiny Rogers tomorrow. Um, as she has a weekly presser on Zoom, so maybe we'll have some some audio there as the Red Wolves get ready to head into the home stretch of the season. We'll get you ready for some A-State baseball at Ole Miss, and who knows what else we will dive into over the course of a Tuesday. Honestly, that's that's too far ahead to think. That's 20 whole hours from now. And at this point, I'm just thankful that we made it through a Monday some way, somehow. Uh, we did. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us today. Keep it here. The setup with Cade is next, followed by The Drive. 
at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budro at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. And the Workday Red Zone will be back at noon. So for Kate, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great afternoon.